Where did I park? Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. I got my quiet storm voice on because it is the end of the night or the beginning of the morning, but I figured it was a good time since on November 27th, which was a Saturday in 1982 at 1.34 a.m. at Royal Oak Beaumont Hospital, I popped out. So happy birthday to me. So what better time than to uh, pop out at my birthday? So here I am. Happy birthday to me. Another year, another chance to do it right. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let me take that back. I thought I was excited. I was excited moving into the birthday week and shoot into the birthday month. And, you know, uh, everybody likes to run into their own time and all that stuff. And I thought I was uh, feeling pretty good, but it seemed like as the days got closer, uh, I just had like a different type of reality. It was like, wasn't necessarily sad, but it just felt real, real regular. You know, I think about the times of leading up to my birthday, and of course it's around Thanksgiving, so I might have it off, might not. made it hard to have parties because everybody was with their families and everything like that. Um, Sometimes you had class and most times you didn't. And then sometimes it fell on the actual day. So everybody was eating. But now, uh, you know, every now and again, you get it on the weekends and you're able to kind of maneuver a little bit differently. But I feel like I'm just so conditioned to not doing much that I don't have I don't have much to, to plan or to think about. And I know that drives my wife crazy, but like, I don't know. <laughs> and she's been asking me what I wanted to do. And I'm like, I don't know. Just, I, I just appreciate the acknowledgement. Um, and I think it's because this year has been long. It's been tough. Um, not only calendar year, but also, you know, birthday year. It's, uh, it's been trying. And, man, life is just it's beating me up a little bit. I mean, I'm still standing and I'm still here and I'm still blessed and still fortunate. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm ungrateful for where I'm at. But, man, it's, it's pretty hard. <laughs> and I guess this is what they mean by, you know, uh, going over the hill. They give you a few uphill battles that you got to climb. So by the time you get up on them, you have a uh, different perspective. So I guess I'm working on that different perspective. I don't know if I have it all uh, in tow yet. I suppose I have another year left to figure it out <laughs> before I become an expert and before I, you know, go over that hill and start figuring out, you know, the rest of life. But I don't know. I just feel like if everybody else is happy, then I'm doing okay. And people seem happy. Friends seem happy. Family seems happy. Uh, work seems happy. Extracurriculars seem happy. So I guess, I guess we're doing all right. Could we do better? Yeah. I mean, could we do more? Yeah. But I think we're in a pretty good place and that makes me happy. I don't know what I need after that. Um, I try not to ask for much for my birthday one, cause it's almost near Christmas. So 
I don't want to break the bank on myself because um, I got other stuff to get and other people got stuff to get. You know, it's times like these when I really, really do miss might be the right word, but just uh, would love to hear the opinion of those who have gone on, like my parents, to hear what what this age looked like for them. What did a four and five year old CP look like? Well, I know what he looked like, but, you know, how were the interactions? How was it like coming home after a hard day's work? Um, you know, how was it like planning when, you know, your son's birthday is right before yours or uh, the birthday is a month before Christmas and he wants every single thing ever? You know, how did all that work? Um, I vividly remember my dad having a 40th birthday party. I think it was a surprise party. It was at a hotel or whatnot. I remember I stuck my finger in the cake and got in trouble. But I also had to go home with the babysitter because it was an adult party. And it just seemed so foreign to me. And now I'm like, oh, I totally get it. <laughs> there was a weird part on the movie we were watching today. And we had to send the kids upstairs. And they were losing their minds. So I can only imagine. But I would love to hear the perspective on you know, where they were at when their birthday came around and what it looked like and what it felt like. Um, did it feel old? Did we just think they're old because we were young? Or, you know, did they feel right in stride? I would just, you know, those are the things that I miss. It's weird looking up and you're like, man, you're that old person now. And it's not really that old. So um, just things to put in perspective. Uh, maybe that's why I'm kind of melancholy. Not necessarily sad, but just you know, in a reflective type of state. So I don't know. You know, once you get to a certain age, a lot of the stuff you really want, want, you can get yourself. And that's not saying I'm balling. I'm just saying like, I don't want to haze somebody else's pockets when I can, you know, have the means to do so myself, but, uh, we'll work it out. It's still going to be a good time. Uh, it'll be family and friends, mostly family and life will go on. Uh, I think last year I was probably more concerned with um, thinking about my dad, thinking about family, because my dad's birthday was right after mine, the 28th. Um, and that's not to say I don't think about him now or anything like that, but I just think that there's a different view on it this year. I guess I'm really in a mode of uh, just happiness. I really just want to focus on being happy. Because there's so much to not be happy for, I guess. I guess you could say there's so much to be around us that um, can really make us feel some type of way. And I don't want to feel some type of way. I had some separate thoughts, and I'll probably separate those from this episode. I don't even know what this is going to look like, but I do. I don't know. I just want to speak from the perspective of the, the Burger King crown or the birthday chair, inflatable blow up in the corner. And I just have my own quick words. I'll talk about the rest of the random stuff in the parking lot in another episode. Um, but yeah, I am I'm happy, but also at the same time subdued, if that, if that makes any sense. I think it does. Uh, shout out to my man Baylor on the BTG for President podcast, he was going through some similar things. It's I really related to the last episode he had. I say last relatively because he'd be pumping these episodes out. So I think it's like 219 or something like that. But if you happen to see it or hear it, uh, that was a good one. I, I kind of felt what he was talking about. Don't tell him I said it. <laughs> but, you know, um, it's, it's a weird feeling. You, you feel like you're kind of in the middle. 
you feel like you've done a lot, but you haven't done enough. Um, you feel like you're doing good, but you could do better. You feel like you've, you've reached some milestones, but you feel like this can't be it. You feel like you've got all the information and none of the answers. And you feel like you got all the answers, but none of them are right. It, it's kind of like going through a test where you you make one mistake, but you showed all the work right. <laughs> and so now you're just continually going through with uh, excellent work and almost their answers. Answers that aren't quite right, but we're going to respect the, the journey. And I don't know, I guess that's why I even have a podcast to just figure out, you know, what the hell is going on in this brain of mine. And what does it all mean? I have no idea. But I'm happy. I am surrounded by love, surrounded by family, surrounded by friends, um, surrounded by support. Uh, Even though it always doesn't come in the form or the the way that I want it or think I need it, um, it's there. It, It shows its head in different places. And that's okay. And I think when you boil it down, that's all you really need. A lot of stuff is superficial. <laughs> One of the fa- favorite examples I like to use, um, I even used to use in some of my icebreaker activities in training, is talking about marriage. And you talk about how much you need to get married. And you, you ask for all these examples. Somebody stop me if I've talked about this one before. I can't remember. But you talk about all the things you need to get married. And somebody says, you know, a dress, a venue, bridesmaids, groomsmen, DJ or band or both, food. Of course, you got to get open bar. Unless you're unemployed. (laughs) Don't ask me how I know. But but you go through all these things and then you need an officiant or a preacher or whoever you want to call it. So you list all these things. But the answer to the question is you only need about like 70 bucks, 71 in the state of North Carolina, because you need 60 to apply for the license. You need 10 to get it back. And then they throw in one dollar for like the little keepsake, which we all get. And I have no idea where ours is. It might be in the safe, but I have no idea. I don't even remember seeing it. I think I saw it the day we got it, but that's it. But um Tangent aside, like the only thing you need to get married is those funds. You need to go to the courthouse, you need to pay, and then you need to sign. Everything else is supplemental. Everything else might look nice, but it's not necessary. It might be necessary to the terms of your happy wife, happy life agreement or whatever. But everything else is optional. And so when we think about what's going on in our lives, a lot of this stuff that we need or have or that we're determining our happiness or our 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 joy is optional and i've got three awesome kids that look like me and sound like me and act like me to a fault which is both good and bad i've got an amazing wife who supports me and loves me and uh is way out of my league so i appreciate her doing community service by being with me um i've got a supportive family structure um we've got a a a great set of friends who have grown up with uh, who support me even when it's dumb and uh they still have my back Uh, even when i don't put up my best they're still there to support me Um, 
you know, I got a big group of purple guys that I roll with who, uh, <laughs> who are the most nice and supportive group of jerks you could ever, ever meet. Who told you that? And that's kind of how we roll. Um, the ones that will smack you before you get smacked in front of everybody else. They'll put you down only to pick you up themselves. Uh, but it, it works. And so you have all these things going on in your life. And I never made it to the major leagues, but I coached my son. And that's fun. Um, and it's it's exciting to see his growth. Um, I never made it to any professional league, but still bowl pretty good. A lot of people that can't really do anything in their sport. People don't have the knees, the back. And I bowl every week. I'm not going pro in it, but, you know, I do enough to have fun and also put some scores up. So, you know, I'm smart. <laughs> Uh, my son likes watching Jeopardy with me, like I like watching Jeopardy with my dad. Um, you know, I got a lot of good things going on in life. I don't have everything going on. Um, there's a million things that I would do differently, do better. Uh, literally a million things. Like I think about a lot of situations, how I handled them, what I would have done if I was smarter. Did it make sense to do it the way I did? What would have happened? You know try to imagine what the butterfly effect would be if I had made some better choices. Um, but this is the life that I live and it's mine and I'm proud to represent the brand that is me. I'm proud to be the head of my household. I'm proud to be a child of God. I'm proud to be everything that I am. Even when the chips get down, even when I'm not doing right, I'm proud to be me. And if I can just do that, then I can... I can kind of get through this thing called life. I want to impart as much knowledge and wisdom on my family and my friends and people around me as I can. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, whatever uplift looks like to somebody else, whatever inspiration looks like to somebody else, whatever support looks like, whatever joy looks like, or whatever peace looks like, that I can be a piece of that that puzzle that that helps complete their painting um and that helps me that helps complete my situation it's not everything but i think it's important and so i think my goal if i were to give myself a goal or a resolution or you know what i want to do heading into you know this next year before i'm officially old and washed officially officially old and washed like by the statistics and by like the actual measurements um, <clears throat> I don't have the right answer for it, but I really, really just want to be a good person. And I don't think I'm a bad person now, but I, I want that to be my focus. Message. You know, my, my favorite, one of my favorite Einstein quotes is, you know, the one about trying not to be a man of great success instead, or rather be a man of value. And I, <laughs> I think I just said that, uh, a couple of episodes ago, but I, I just think it's so important. And if I can do that, then I am ready for this next year. I don't necessarily need any big gifts. Nice dinner might not be a bad idea. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Um, be a good beverage. And just the, the love that I have, I think I'm in good shape. So if I can do that and take care of my, my health spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, I can be that representation and I can be, I can be what I want to be and what I need to be 
for those around. You know, I don't have to be famous. I don't have to be super important. I don't have to be a world-renowned author or a movie star or, or anything. Um, I can be me, and that can be good enough. And if I'm good enough for who I'm supposed to be good enough, then my work is, I'm not going to say my work is done, but I'm on the right track. So as I close this out and get some rest so I can do my birthday run in the morning to make room for birthday gluttony, (laughs) um, I just want to be on the right track. So that's my wish when you blow out the candles, when you uh, send me an internet message, when you shout me out, just wish me well on the right track. And I will represent for the both of us. So, once again, happy birthday to me. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back for the next episode pretty shortly. It's pretty shortly even something I'm supposed to say. Anyways, let's get to some uplift real quick. So, the other day, I got a call from my grandmother. And my first instinct was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But then, you know, I picked up the phone. Usually she FaceTimes, but, uh, which is awesome. But uh, we were just talking and she had called to wish me a happy birthday. Um, one of my cousins has a birthday that's a couple days before mine. And so she's always making sure she hits us both up. And although she never really gets the days right, she always gets the call right. The call came in right on time. The message was right on time. And as soon as I got too chatty, she hit me with the, well, I was just hollering at you. I'm going to let you go. I was like, dang, my grandmother got me off the phone. You know, usually it's the other way around. But but she will be 96 next year, and she is sharp as a tack. Um, she's one of my greatest examples of, of everything good. That doesn't mean perfect, but she's one of my greatest examples of everything good. And she's a walking, living, breathing example of something to strive for, how to live your life. Uh, she gives good advice, um, unsolicited most times, but it, it's on time. Uh, she believes what she believes, and she believes it tough, and she uses it to inspire and motivate us. And from what that means to me is that no matter how old you are, no matter what age you get to, there's always work to be done and you can't, you can't let up. You can't, you know, call the race for yourself. You know, that race will be finished when it's determined by the one who put us on the track. And as long as you're on the track, you got to keep pushing. And so I respect her and appreciate not only the birthday call, I loved it, but also her drive, her willingness to stand in and and be there for family and, and still be a motivating factor. And it just means that there's always something to look up to and look forward to. And then you have examples looking up to you and and you can literally see in real time how you're affecting people, what things you do well, what things you want to change, what things you um, would like to increase. And I think it's just important to take that time and to give yourself a little motivation you can even give yourself an evaluation to, you know, figure out, you know, what's going well, what's not. But motivate yourself to keep pushing. As long as you have it there to push, just keep pushing. Even when it gets tough, somebody's going to watch and see how you push through. When it's going well, somebody's going to watch and see that you don't let up. 
And when you need it most, somebody's going to watch and see you be there for them. And just like they're there for me, I hope to be there for you all. So that's the uplift for today. It's kind of more uh, more of the same thing, but it's my birthday. I can do what I want today. <laughs> so that's all I got. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And I hope you'll join me again. So once I get done eating a delicious, gluttonous birthday meal with my family and friends, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to remember where did I park, 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 park.